Behold, therefore, the goodness and the severity of God. Amen. Romans chapter 11. If we didn't preach the severity of God the way that the Bible describes it, then we wouldn't be presenting the gospel as it should be. Amen. It shows both in the goodness of God is only appreciated by seeing His severity. Right. Romans 11 makes that comparison by those words. But I want the comparison from the passage that I quote to you so often. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, it says about the man of sin and those that follow him, which is the vast majority of the Christian world, that with all deceivableness, deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. That's horrible severity by God against those who did not love the truth that He presented them. And He has presented truth to all men so that they are without excuse according to Romans 1. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Amen. The huge chasm between verses 9 through 12 and verse 13 in 2 Thessalonians 2 is glorious. And you should be delighting in it. And that inspired disjunctive but that opens up verse 13 is wonderful in drawing the vivid contrast between those that God sent strong delusion to and those that God sent the truth to. Those that God reprobated from His presence and those God sanctified by His Spirit, which we believe is the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost to prepare us to receive the truth. We are so blessed abundantly today. And so while we consider His severity in His dealing with mankind in general, His severity in His dealing with the reprobate angels, we can rejoice with the elect angels, but far beyond them, that God has saved us by His choice in His love made before the world began. Glory. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for this privilege to be in Your house. It is Your choice that brought us here. It is Your choice that regenerated our hearts. It is Your choice that opened our minds and hearts to hear the gospel. It's Your choice to send beautiful feet to us. It's your choice to give us your word. It's your choice to stir us up again this Lord's day to worship thee. And we thank thee and praise thee. Without thee, we are nothing and can do nothing. Without thy mercy and thy grace, we would be chasing this world and its folly as fast and as hard and as zealously as anyone. But we thank thee, Lord, for saving us against our will, according to the good pleasure of your will. Bless us now in this second assembly. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.